Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hi, everybody. Hello. I know you missed us. We're back. We are back in full effect. This is just the worst <laughs> podcast. Maybe just opinions, not necessarily fact. Did I say facts? You did. You said we are back in full effects. Oh, no. I said in full effect. Oh, you did? Yeah. I can't understand oh, I'm not full you. Of, yeah, I mumble. It's like, please don't tell people we're full of facts. We are here for science. <laughs> science and news and current events. And we will bring you the only We're going to give you the, the hot take. The hot take on the world. Mm-hmm. That's us. For sure. Educated. We both have our PhDs. In science. In the school of hard knocks. Oh, come on. Da, da, da. I don't think anybody's going to believe that. Uh, we had an intern at work that I thought was probably 12. Yes. Turns out she is in the process of getting her PhD. Of course she is. So I was like, that's cool. Because that's what people do now. Instead of like getting a job, they just keep going to school. We've discussed this. I would go to school forever. I would too. I absolutely would. If I swear to God, if we had not moved up here, I would have gotten my PhD and in I would have what? been a teacher. In sociology, or probably, mm. or human—I don't know—some sort of humanity, something or other. Nice. I don't know communications. Yeah, I always thought I'd like being a professor. Yeah, I'd be me like too. The cool professor, sit cross-legged on the desk. Yo, guys, like the magician <laughs> last night yes. that we were watching. <laughs> Do I look cool? Yeah. If you guys no. haven't watched <laughs> Magic for Humans, it's on Netflix. It's only six episodes long. Uh, it's very entertaining. It's pretty. The magic is pretty crazy, and I realize that it's on television. So obviously, like, so is the Hulk, and so is Mars. But like, I mean, Mars is a real thing, but. So is Mars. I'm trying to think of something <laughs> sci-fi. So was the moon landing that never happened? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Elvis is a death. All those lies. Uh, no, but it's and it's very funny. I feel it's very funny. And episode four, I believe, is my favorite. Is that the invisible one? The invisible one. And I won't give it away, but it's she will it. probably by the end of this episode give it away. But hey, everybody, I'm sober right now. Okay, so I haven't even taken a sip. Okay, so you have not only are not only sober right now, but you've been sober for a few days, right? Uh, or did you kind of a stretch? You you were not sober yesterday, but you were sober for days before that. Yeah, because while I was on my juice cleanse, <clears> like <throat> wine wasn't sitting well with me. Oh, were you trying to drink wine? Yeah. Oh, isn't I mean, is it juice? Does it count as? Juice? I was counting it as juice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder what the juice cleanse people would say about that. Oh, I'm sure juice cleanse people are, they're too busy at Soul Cycle. They don't even want to me. me to be drinking black coffee when I'm on a cleanse. Yeah. My, they're all about the green tea. My baby steps here, baby steps. Yeah. But hey, it turned out fine because I was out of vodka. And <laughs> so I had wine and I was like, I'm not enjoying this wine. So I didn't drink it. That's why I now knit. Yes. Now <laughs> it's she actually knits. not knitting. It's sewing. And I decided I was going to get into it like last week. It's a needlepoint, isn't it? Isn't that a whole different thing? That's needlepoint. And then I bought a book about cross-stitching, which I'm going okay. to do. Okay. Which is different, obviously. But yeah, my mom needlepointed when I was a kid. Mm. So I kind of learned how to do it. So it felt very familiar. I don't recall my mom doing anything like that. Yeah, I remember we'd sit in front of the TV and she had like a whole sewing basket. And she had a sewing club when we lived in Boston. Whoa. Yeah. She's just so. Thanks. She went to sewing bees. That's uh, entirely probably possible. if she was in a sewing club. But my dad was the clothing maker, like literally. So that's true. We're just a sewing family. I'm surprised you haven't been sewing this whole time. I'm surprised that I don't know how to like sew useful clothing related issues, like patches and. Oh fuck yeah! Buttons. I guess I, I would could be sew bringing shit over here all the time. <laughs> hey, right? can you fix this for me? I keep wanting to take one of those classes that I know is just going to be me and elderly people, but I think I'd really like it. I have a pair of pants that I love, and it ripped like in the back pocket where mm -hmm. they sew the back pocket on. Mm -hmm. It ripped that seam ripped, and I can't figure out if it's fixable or not, but I'm I really sure want to fix it because I love those pants. Oh, I bet it's fixable. Even if you just patch it from the inside. Can we send it down to your dad together. and tell him to fix it? 
Yeah. <laughs> he made, he would make me prom dresses. Mm-hmm. You've seen all my amazing Halloween costume. Yes. He did the Carmen Miranda one. Did he make your little girl uh, maid nighty and cap? Um, that my very favorite picture of you ever where i look like an old-timey <laughs> cleaning woman yes i don't think he did make that that is the most amazing picture ever it of really a small is. child <laughs> i was looking at pictures of me yesterday because i was looking for a very old picture of a friend's baby that used to send us into hysterics okay uh, ashley remember she used to ride I don't know. I I think I've seen her on your Facebook. Husband's feed or a hockey player. No, no. San Jose Sharks. Woohoo! Remember who you're talking to. Birds to I know. It's for the audience. It's for. It's for. It's for. Valentina has very fancy friends whose husbands are on the sharks. Do it for them. And where they were. Neck scarves. No, that's not ever friend. Yacht. No, I'm just I, saying, amongst your friends, friends, you have very friends. fancy friends. But we took this amazing photo one time. We were barbecuing at her house, and the kid was like a baby, and he was wandering through the backyard. And I managed to take a picture of him just like peering. It's just like str- all bushes and plants, and it's just like his little cabbage patch head sticking up. Uh-huh. And it sent us into hysterics for like years. And then they moved to Belarus and Minsk, and he played. Oh, because he's a hot Yeah, player. like. Uh, crazy countries and now they're communists they did uh where did they go that i wanted to go so bad to croatia yes how'd you know that because everybody wants to go to croatia yeah they did croatia and i really regret not going (laughs) to visit them especially when they then moved to like uzbekistan or something oh shit yeah and then i was like well no i don't want to visit you no (laughs) that's Uh, rough but yeah so we're gonna hang out tomorrow so i was trying to find this picture so they no longer live in Uzbekistan. No, they're back. Now okay. they're in San Jose. Okay. Yeah. And is she riding again? Yes, I believe so. Nice. Um, and it turns out, so I found the photo in another phone. I had to go that far right, back. Right, you have mentioned that you've kept all your phones Plug and photos. Old, well, I'm actually missing my second most recent one. Anyways, not, not interesting. Uh, 2012 was when the picture was taken. Okay. So he's like in college now, I'm pretty sure. The kid, the baby. It was taken in 2012. You didn't get the joke. Mm-hmm. Patty. Right over Drink your head. Red Bull. <laughs> You're not on board here. I told you I needed another one. Everyone in their cars is dying laughing. <laughs> Apparently it was a big hit last week when I was like, didn't know my friend's child's age. Where I was uh-huh. like, it's somewhere between like four and eight. Yeah, that's reasonable. I mean, they're kind of indistinguishable. It really, it, they are at that age. a person without children. No, I agree with you. It's like when your friends have babies and they're like, ah, and he's sitting up on his own. And I'm like, is that good? <laughs> what month do they do that at? I don't know. I don't either. Now that you mentioned he that. really loves his tummy time. Okay. His he what? can almost hold his head up. Oh. Tummy time. What's that? It's not Oh, I'll have you know on the fucking dummies. I saw my first um, back to school plaque picture, like legit one, because apparently I have really lazy friends because most of them is like a piece of lined paper with like first day of kindergarten on it. And that's it. But I finally saw like a legit kind of plaquey one with the different things on it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, they're kid, not a person I know. But But it wasn't as good the, as mine. No, there is none that was as good as yours. Yeah. That was magic. I should put it on the Just the Worst channel. You we should. tried. We tried to make it go viral. And it didn't work? It didn't work. You to Twitter it. I and just, like, tag a I, bunch of people I know. I fucking shamelessly tagged, like, ten women that I think are funny. Uh-huh. Between, like, comedians, bloggers, actresses, whatever, that I thought, like, might get a kick out of it. But one of them liked it, See? and it was Catherine Ryan, that British comedian that I keep telling everybody to watch. See? She's actually a Canadian. You should just strike up a friendship with her now. Well, I don't know how to do that past getting a like. Did I tell you that? So I, 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 um, I listened to Armchair Expert, which is Dax Shepard's podcast. Oh, yeah. Which I, is really good. Really? Yeah, it's really good. He's actually super smart and a great interviewer and super engaging. Interesting. Yeah, it's a really I'm good show. So anyway, I um I commented 
on Twitter one time to him mm-hmm. about this his episode with his mom, and he replied. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking bananas. It is so weird. I... He actually read something that I wrote. And then I was like, well, maybe it was his people. And I was like, I don't know if he has people. And I like, he might not have people. No, it was funny because I was talking to somebody once, and I was like, yeah, like, I still love Facebook. I know it's not cool, but I still love Facebook. And I'm getting into Instagram. This was a while ago. And I was like, but no one that I know is on Twitter. I'm pretty much just on there to, like, talk to celebrities. Yeah. And someone was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, that does sound weird. But that's literally, if I'm a fan of something, I just, like, tweet about it. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a like. And then you're just fucking mind blown. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, somebody knows I exist Yeah, out when there. I watched Unreal, great show. If you're a fan of the Bachelor franchise, ironically, you should watch Unreal. It's on mm, Hulu is, now. Is it about the fact that reality shows are not, in fact, reality? So one <laughs> of the old producers from Legit Bachelor wrote, I think, a short story or a short movie on how ridiculously manipulated it is. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, right? Yeah. And then they turned that into a TV show. So it's actually made by people that like were part of this nonsense. Okay. And so it's a show about the making of a show like that. And it is crazy. The first season's unbelievable. And But it's a scripted show. It's not. Yes, a, okay. yes, yes. But it's obviously like all based on true things that they do to these women like they and they just lying just flat out being really? like oh yeah he said that he would love uh if you were just like a little more forward like he's <gasps> just he's just worried that you're too shy even though like he had never said that oh my god and that's then, fucked or they'd try and not surprising yeah like one of the bachelors was black and the producer was and each girl has her own producer so it's like a person that has literally like combed the country looking for you. So they do the interviews. Like it's their, it's almost like a contest between these producers to find the best contestants. So like if I find you, I find Patty and she's single and she's in the horses. But like her one weird thing is like she, she doesn't eat meat or I don't yeah, that's not. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go there, but you didn't. I was gonna see what weird thing I had in right? your right. I don't know what thing came up in your head about me. Put a microphone <laughs> in front of her, and she's stupid. No. Um. So then it would be like my job to coach you throughout the filming of the show and tell you whatever I needed to tell you to either make you the dramatic one or the fucked no up one way. or the crying one. So yeah. you're just getting a total mind. I mean, I know that it was yeah. manipulated, obviously, and edited and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. to be getting a total mind it's, fuck yeah. is a little crazy. Totally. Like, who signs up for that? Oh, it's insane. I and I, I actually am just listening to a podcast episode. It's a podcast, uh, Decoder Ring, I believe. And it's just like weird, very specific topics that are interesting. Like I forget what some of them are, but this one is about uh, this woman getting onto a show as a form of like performance art to show like how vapid and ridiculous it is. Uh huh. And they do like go into great detail about how like the producers do choose like stupid people that they think they can manipulate. Sure. Uh, so one episode was on laugh tracks, which I thought was really interesting. You don't think about laugh tracks. Like, no. How did they start? Where did they start? Like, tell me on more. Uh, one was there's a huge, weird internet group of people that want John Watson and Sherlock Holmes to be secretly gay couple. That would be amazing. Yeah. Sure. But it's like not? a fucking thing. Uh it's Why a fucking thing a... or it's a fucking thing? Both. Okay. Uh, and then this I'm episode... sure there's a porn out there that does address that issue. There's a porn out. I've... What rule is it? 64? There's a porn out there for everything. Everything? Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure so that dream has already been come basement true. Basement Affair. And it's about why people go on reality TV dating shows. Because they were talking about how, you know, like... In the heyday of garbage, I mean, really bad reality shows. Like, we think it's bad now, but it actually, I think it was worse when it was like Flavor of Love. Oh, all the VH1 Tia, shows. What was that one chick's name? New tequila, York. Tia, oh, tequila. Tequila, Tequila. That Where? had boys and girls. Yeah. 
and will forever have branded in my brain that she used to go, hey, girl, hey. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I remember one time when I was still riding and one of the like young girls came up, came in the bar and was like, hey, girl, hey. And I was like, why do you know that? You should not be watching that program. <laughs> but yeah, all of those ridiculous shows on VH1. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, the sassy one from Flavor of Love was New York. So then she got her own spinoff that was I Love New York to find her days. So it obviously is getting in. It, these people just want to be on TV. Yeah. Basically. So, uh, yeah. So if you like, if you want to know the dirty underbelly of reality shows, watch Unreal. Season two jumps the shark a bit. I haven't finished season three, but I highly recommend season one. And I didn't even, I've never even been like a Bachelor fan, but it was just fucking cool. And so one of the stars of it, Constant Zimmer, who's this adorable Is Ian's person. friend. What? Brown hair? Yeah. Yeah. He went to high school with her. Stop it. Swear to God. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm it's really her. deflated by because she liked my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now it turns out there's just one yeah, degree of separation. Like, oh, I know her. <laughs> we may as well be friends. Uh, no, I think I tweeted something like Constance Zimmer is fucking killing it because she is the boss of the whole show. Uh huh. She is like super bitch from hell and amazing. So I tweeted that she was amazing and she liked it. And I was like, what a weird world we live in. And then, like, when it's pilot season and, like, there's been a couple shows that I've really liked. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers the show called Surviving Jack. It didn't make it, obviously. But it was Christopher Maloney in his first, like, post-SVU comedic role. And it was written by the guy who wrote Shit My Dad Says. Uh-huh. Which is amazing. He was actually a very funny guy. His mm-hmm. name's Justin Halpern. And the show was so good it was like i can't believe this is happening this how is good so what was good. it called uh surviving jack okay and basically christopher maloney was jack the dad and he was just fucking crazy oh so it was like the shit my dad says dad a little of. bit they tried to make shit my dad says into a show i think with like william shatner or something and it didn't oh. it also didn't work out but this okay. one was and it was just and i think it was like in the 80s and like the kid that they cast was just amazing kid actor which you never get but like the comedic timing was incredible and i think um rachel who's the cute little blonde lady that looks like a newscaster that i think was on like daily show she's kind of short she's like cute blonde hair and she always kind of talks like this and she usually wears like black i keep wanting to see rachel adams but it's not that it's not rachel adams uh nonetheless she's the mom on it she's adorable i think it's rachel it might not even be rachel but so when that show was on i was like this show's fucking incredible blah blah blah. and then like the justin guy was like thanks so much for liking it and then he tweeted something else like this year and i was like don't remind me of how much i loved surviving jack and he was like i know me too and i was like we're best friends you guys are friends now yeah it's amazing invite me to your writer's room yes convinced that's where i would flourish i know i'm pretty convinced of that too that I would or that you would? That you would. <laughs> I was like, don't hijack my dreams. No, I would not dream of trying to do that job. Oh, but. Uh, I think I will make an excellent retiree. That's what I think. Well, I think I that's see. where I'm going to shine. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, well, you're going to be the rich old lady that has horses. Yeah, that's what I want to be. And you're going to be in New Mexico. So you're going to wear. Mm-hmm. Turquoise. Oh, turquoise everything. Yeah. I'm going to buy into that like, shit. Flowy. You're going to get into <sighs> crystals. So our new na- our neighbor out there is the most amazing woman ever. Is she like that? Ugh. Not, well, no. She's from San Francisco. And so she's, but she's hilarious. She's and she's got hip. this crazy style, like very, I like Art it. Teacher. It's not, ve- yes. It's not, ve- it's not super hippie or anything. It's pretty like fashionable. But like wild colors and huge jewelry, and she's like older. She is my mentor in, awesome. as far as retiring goes. Like, and now she's raising bees. Like, she has all these crazy habits, right? Like, so she's like amazing. I all up it. involved with the neighbors and like what everybody's up to and their bee colony. And oh my god, I want to be involved. She, yes, I want bees. to be her when I get older. Which I plan to be. I'm just going to be her protege when I move out there and be like, tell me how to do exactly. this elderly thing. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Ian will make a great retiree as well. Yes. Because she's going to play golf the whole time. Yep. So 
that what you guys are saying? Yeah, set? we're really going to be good at it. No, if we can just figure out how to finance it, it'll be Are you going to buy a golf cart? No, I don't think so. Do you get to drive so. around the place on a golf cart? Um, it's not that kind I of place. I think you can, but I don't think you need to. Didn't people do it at Ocean Colony? We did, but most people didn't. You can't take it onto the course. Like you had to use one of the courses yeah. there. So he drove, He we got one for free from my old work. Oh, they nice. didn't want it anymore. Weird. So that's so he drove that around for a while, but nice. then we gave it away. Nice. Because you couldn't take it on the course. So there's really no point. I think people should, I think someone <coughs> should do some sort of an expose on horse show golf carts and how pimped out they get. An expose. They could be like a pimp my Didn't golf cart. Did John have show? a super pimped out one with no. like off road tires? He does have off road tires, but it's not super pimped out. That's pretty much the only thing that's know. pimped about it. But yeah, that would be like we could we could start a pimp my golf cart YouTube channel, and we could go to horse shows and take people's golf carts and pimp them out. But we don't have any money. We, we can't need do to get. That. We just we need, need to, to get, feature them, and we could feature setups because <sighs> trying to explain setups to people. Yeah, it's like a super elaborate tent. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> for all you non-equestrians out there, which I'm pretty sure is fucking all of you, except pretty Corey. Uh, <laughs> when you go to a horse show, this kind of arbitrary gathering of rich people, then they take all their horses, and you're basically in uh, tents, not circus tents as much, but like temporary barns that are set up. Uh, and there's obviously like a back row. They like back onto each other. Like, how can I compare this to anything? What, help me. Uh, it's like a like if you go to the swap meet, and there's uh, yeah, that's kind of and true. there's like booths right on either side, and there's rows. It's basically like that, except it's horse stalls. That's kind of true. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close. So on the end, so usually you take enough horses that you fill up at least one of these rows, and at the end. You construct <laughs> basically a fancy as fuck living room. Yeah, in your barn colors because everybody has colors. They're very, they're always very like muted, and green and white, or black, green and white, blue and white, navy, gray, whatever. Uh, so, like, let's say we run Turtle Bay Farm, and our colors are green and white. So we're going to have a big green tent that goes over it, but like a fancy one with like scalloped edges with different colors, like white, because that's where you hang the ribbons that you win. And then there's usually fake turf. Or real turf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That you have to switch out. Yeah. So and people stay at these shows for like six, eight, 12 weeks at a time. I mean, they're bananas long. Uh, but even if you only go for a week, you still set up a setup. Yeah. And then it's filled with furniture mm -hmm. uh, that also matches your theme that is generally like leather chairs. It's It looks like a rich person's like a library. And then there's like <laughs> usually like your sign is hanging in the back mm -hmm. or like a very elaborate portrait of a horse doing something. And then there's usually like a little fence around it with some shrubbery. And then you have another sign that's like a like a flag kind of sign like a for sale sign that also has your logo on it you and might have a fountain you might some have plants, fountain, plants buckets of carrots sometimes chandeliers yes yeah it's ridiculous I mean, it's just and there it's are glamping contests. for sure there are contests <laughs> to see who has the nicest one uh-huh and there's also tech room contest which is the first stall behind this elaborate business is your tack room and it's not just where you put your saddles it's like a dressing room and it's carpeted and there's full-length mirrors and then there's like it's absurd it's and i absurd. could just talk about it for hours but yeah. like the world doesn't know how insane the horse world is and i can't believe that like in my lifetime nothing has like there was the tom mcclay road to the mcclay yeah TV show that was on that did not add, I mean it was it was interesting as far as like the level of competition to actually get to someplace like that but it didn't really delve into the amount of yeah. money or the in absurdity of a lot of it and I don't know if it's because the horse world is so like tenuously you know like 
it's so much it's so subjective who you train with and people can get pissed off so easy and if you you know piss off the wrong person you've lost you know like 50 grand in business for the year so i don't know if everyone's just like so on eggshells that no one wants to be like the this is like absurd deep people? throat about it because <laughs> i was always like i'm gonna write a book that oh, talks about the like yeah, like these people are doing drugs all the time and these people take out their horses at midnight and jump jumps and like tire them out. Yeah. And they have the Mexicans Pull sleep them. in uh, another stall on cots. Yeah. Don't, don't even give them a hotel room. Like just the insane. It's a weird, with weird who? world. And, but no one talks about it. Like, I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of like other sports where you. Learn. I'm sure every sport has something like that because well, one of the sure. things that I've found is when you get to an elite enough level though this is the thing about the horse yeah. world is that it's really expensive at a fairly non-elite level mm -hmm. but when you get to a pretty good level at almost any sport it gets super Stand expensive up, yeah. so it's like you know like even in baseball like you need these cleats and you need this bat and you like you're spending a shit ton of money on uniforms like they find a way they ice are. skating is crazy expensive no, no but if you, you are buying a, your own shit. Not if you join a team. No, you. if you're good enough, you get your own shit. Like, yeah, bats and all that shit. No. Yes. At least that's what people have told me about their kids playing baseball. But are their kids playing for, like, the Yankees? That's what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when they're, like, high school elite amateur, which is what we're basically talking about with horses. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, what you're saying. But ice skating, super fucking expensive. Ballet, Fuck yeah. they need, like, toe shoes every day. They yeah. need new fucking ballet shoes. And they got to break them in. That's crazy. Yeah. And they go through them, like, once, well, not every day, but, like, once a week. Yeah. They go through those shit. And, they're and that's cheap. they're not cheap. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Sports are just too. once. Ugh, my knee, my little niece, my lovely niece, oh, Lucy no. Blue. No, she just got accepted as an intern at the Oklahoma oh, City Ballet. To do dancing. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know you, I guess, I didn't think you could, like, They go in, I don't know if it's an dancer. internship, but they go in as, like, a working student okay. type of thing. Sense. So she got accepted to the Oklahoma City Ballet, which That's is fantastic. fucking amazing. She's beautiful. I mean, her, she's beautiful. Like an apprenticeship. Kind of, yeah. Like, for you get to learn how to do the professional ballet thing. She's That's with a ballet company, cool. which is, like, super crazy. Like, that doesn't happen to many people. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess it's pretty exciting. About, like Black Swan, like you do have. I feel like there's not a lot of like movies that delve into horse drama. No, because nobody really cares about horses as that way. Like there's, it's not enough broad appeal. Yeah, and I think it's partially because like, if you haven't tried something, you can't respect how hard it is. Yeah. Whereas like everyone's been swimming. So Michael Phelps is impressive that he swims that fucking fast. I still believe that they need to have an average Joe in every Olympic event, though, because just to see what normal people 100%. would be like. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure it's in like every stand-up comedian's routine, but I, I firmly believe it. Speaking of how hard things are, mm. I went to the barn this morning and I rode Carl, who's the horse I'm riding right now, and I got to the ring and one of the girls, like who's basically an assistant at the barn, mm -hmm. looks at me and she goes. Dude, kudos to you, girl. I rode that horse earlier this week, and that is one humbling fucking ride. Oh, compliments <laughs> to you. I know, and I was like, thank God I'm not the only one who's like, fuck, this horse is hard to ride. Yeah, you do yeah. You do well with the crazy ones. I do do well with it's, the crazy ones. Very quiet, very quiet hands. Just, I'm not going to get involved with your craziness, sir. No. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I felt so yeah, good so about that. But yeah, I feel that. like that's why people don't get into yeah. horses and it's like, like prohibitive the, the horse does all the work why do i want to watch that and it's so expensive that people can't i mean it's really high barrier of entry to that and i mean the only reason yeah. i even got into it was i was a little kid living in a horsey neighborhood mm -hmm. and then yeah. you know just got obsessed and then my parents were stuck with me i need a pony i need a pony i need a 100%. pony <laughs> so yeah yeah and then i just insisted on doing it when i got older but my poor yeah. husband is along for the ride, which is... Yes. And I had to hard. work in the industry in order to even be able to do it. Yeah. That's the only way. And there's a lot of people that that's the only way they can do it. But it's hard to come from that side, too, because a lot of people that have been rich in riding their whole lives uh, become assistants as well. So then you're up against these people, and you're like, how am I supposed to get better 
Like it's just a it's, it's hard and that's hard because they don't really need to make the money. They can do it and be okay. Whereas like Oh yeah. You at some level are like, fuck, okay, I can do this and never own horse. And they're like, I have two horses and I'm doing an assistant. Exactly. Thing, right? yeah. Like and the hard part is like, so there's this whole thing about, you know, anything you practice for 10,000 hours, it takes 10,000 hours to become great at something. So the hard part is with this sport is that for every hour of practice you need, you have to have a horse a day. So, mm-hmm. right. So you, the people who can afford to have a string of horses get the yeah. 10,000 hours really fast and they can get really good. Oh yeah. And best. not everybody, but they have much more of an advantage than people like, well, you got to ride a million horses a day, but you were working. Right. And me, who just picks up whatever horse they can manage to weasel away from somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. It's a little, it's hard to get good at it. So even for people who are into it, it's pretty prohibitive. It's hard to get to the level you want to be at. Yeah, and we always used to say that, like, if you're good at horse shows, you're just good at horse showing. It doesn't uh-huh. mean that you're a better writer. You just know how to show. Yeah. Cause and because you get to do it all the time. Yeah. Again, cost prohibitive. Like the kids who go to horse shows all summer long have a serious advantage over me who goes to one a year. Oh, 100%. Right? Like, it's like, and it's so rare for someone to have one horse. Yeah. Everybody's no, got two. At least three. to where we are. Yeah. Because it's, it's crazy pants around here. Yeah. Crazy yeah. pants. Oh, yeah. I'm so I excited like, oh, to leave. I was talking to a guy the other day who just moved away from the Bay Area not too long ago, and he was. I was like, "Oh yeah, we've got our exit strategy. We're we're working on our way out." And he's like, "Oh, good for you. You need to have an exit strategy Seriously. from that place. It's insane." And I'm like, it's, I know. It's bananas. It's bananas. I uh, talk about just the worst. I know. I have a couple of friends who are real estate agents in other cities uh-huh <laughs> and they'll post their little ads for their zillow properties <laughs> it's like five bedrooms and the mortgage is like 1300 dollars a month yeah granted then you have to live in like eden prairie minnesota but still which probably isn't so bad until winter like i have a friend's little brother who uh is building a home in minnesota he's like you know posting pictures of like the foundations going in and i'm like this is insane. I'm pretty sure he's a teacher. Yeah. In most areas <laughs> of the country, you can actually probably buy a home being a teacher. Yeah. Just not Yeah, here. I probably make five times what he makes. And I'm like, here's my apartment. I know. I, I don't know. I think it was last school year. There was a big thing about San Francisco being so short of teachers because teachers can't afford to live anywhere near San Francisco. <laughs> so they couldn't hire enough teachers to work in the school district because Makes they sense. just can't afford to do it. That's true. That's fucked. Really that's is. there's something wrong with your city when that's the situation oh i know there's a really cool apartment building across the street from my office so i just like for shits and giggles <laughs> i googled it uh-huh. three thousand dollars a month is the starting price for, for what? a studio no way for 580 square feet in redwood city i'm sorry yes. i mean reno yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a suburb of reno <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like a two-bedroom, I mean. That's ridiculous. That's way more expensive than my building. And, okay, so let's, you're supposed to only pay like a third of your income in rent. But let's say probably people pay maybe a half here. So Uh if you're paying, let's average that to like four grand a month probably. That means you're making eight grand a month which means the minimum that you can make to live here is a high number <laughs> i don't math i was trying to math it up in my head i was like it's more than a hundred it's not i think it's ninety six thousand. no it's not eight times eight twelve times twelve yeah it is <laughs> oh my god wait then i'm not no eight times twelve is 96 isn't it then how come 96? I can't afford yeah, it's 96. Because nobody before wants Before tax? I, I don't know. Yes, before tax. Once you take tax out, you're at like 50. <laughs> no. 60. I'm really confused. No, 8 times 12 is 96. No, because I can only I do the, math when I don't try to do math. The way that I worked it out was that like, you couldn't survive here making less than like 120. Well, I think that's I the I think that's actually the poverty level now, but that's for a family. <laughs> it's 120,000, like a family of four or something. It's 120,000 in this area. It's crazy. 
the worst. Poverty level. Poverty is the worst. And there's people here who make so much less than that. Oh, God, yeah. I made like 30 grand a year when I was riding. Oh. People who ride no for a living healthcare. make no money. A lot of times, though, you do get a place to live. So yeah. there's that. You, Which is, you, you put it so. <laughs> well, where you were, yes, wasn't good. But like the other apartment that they have now is like a full-on little one-bedroom apartment. Oh, cute. So, and, but it's at the barn. Yeah, like my friend that I, that we were rookies together. She's amazing now. And riding Grand Prix. No big deal. Uh, she lived just above stuck with it. a barn in the weirdest space mm-hmm. didn't have a kitchen i lived in a guest unit on my boss's property that was beautiful no kitchen mm-hmm. so we had to go out to dinner every single night and i'm just like how did we do that yeah and i realized i didn't drink as much then no so i'm pretty sure that's why it was probably cheap yeah and it wasn't paying rent, but still, it's fucking bananas. It's bananas. Yeah. When I, my first job, I think I was making, when I started, 22000 a year. And I was, but that was a long time yeah. ago. But still, that's And incredible. in the writing world, back when I was doing it, they would pay you by the day. Mm. Not like. Oh, yeah. And no vacation. at the end of every day, but like. No sick days, no vacation days. And $100 a day was like normal. And I remember there was a girl that, because she didn't need the money, so she fought I was like, I'm just going to quit if you don't give me 120 And so they did. And I was like, $120 a day. Whoa. <laughs> You're rich. It was insane. It's a lot more a week. And you get Mondays off. Yes. Because p- people who work want to ride on the weekends. So when you work there, you've got to give lessons on Saturdays. And some burns do Sundays. Yeah. Mine does. Most of the good ones. Now don't. I we find. have lessons on Sundays, which I think is great because I can't ride during the week. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Anyway, it's we have we have tri- we have regaled we have people problems, with a lot guys. of horse talk. Right this episode, problems. I think I think this episode is called horse talk, horse. just to warn people away if they don't want to hear about horse shows <laughs> and things. Sorry, everybody. I mean, it can't be worse than talking about like video games. Well, if you're into video but I games, but I tune it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say I wouldn't so, listen to that. So sorry, guys. This is boring. <laughs> This is just the worst episode. I think we're going to have to do one of those. You know, if this is your first episode, maybe don't make this your first episode. (laughs) We need to pick out, we need to actually like compile like a greatest hits episode. Uh, Ooh. Like start with this one episode. Like here's our best work. Hmm. We'll learn how to edit and then we'll do it. You can learn how to edit. I will. Okay. Cool. You have GarageBand. Done and done. I you might. do have GarageBand. Everybody with a Mac has GarageBand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just fuck around with it. I will. Be fun. And when you learn, I have all the settings done cool. for our stuff, and then you can just take it and mess with it. Uh huh. I actually could probably do that. Compile one if you gave me the times and the episodes, I could probably pull it together. That's crazy. That means I got to listen to us. Yeah, and then you could do little intros and be like, "This episode, blah 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 blah." And then I know, like real podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Like real podcast. It's true. Oh boy. Oh boy. How you been? It's been a hell of a ride this last <laughs> couple of weeks. I seriously, I go up and down still. Like emotionally? No. Well, it's better. <laughs> that part's better. But like whether I'm doing the right thing with work and with everything else. I mean, yeah. I have a lot of things in my life right now that I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I, like, I have to make decisions about them. Gross. I know. And it's hard because, like, yeah, I mean, they're big decisions and I have Roll to dice. make them at some point. Flip a coin. Make, or make a list of pros and cons. And oh, God, I know. I probably should. Yeah. But um, I probably won't. I probably should, but I probably won't. <laughs> I'm being honest. I'll just wait until something happens without my... You know, they say if you don't make a decision, that is making a decision. It's true. <laughs> Someone makes it for you. And then you're like, well, I guess I do oh, this well, now. There's the decision. I didn't have to worry about it. Like the great tweet that's like, I hate having to explain like my life story to someone new because it sounds like I like endorsed these decisions. A hundred percent. 
Why'd you move to Texas? You know, I don't know. <laughs> don't, it, obviously, it's a terrible idea. It was a horrible time. I'm not responsible for those decisions. I know. I don't know what I was thinking either. Let's not. Was yeah. it, you had a friend there, though, right? That's why. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> no, we. I have a friend there. She's one of the nicest human beings in the world. I was going to move in with her because I was running away from Satan. Yes. And her uh, less than upstanding citizen in the world friend got pregnant. So that friend moved in with oh, her. Oh, shit. And then I was shit out of luck. <laughs> and I wasn't happy about it. No, I can imagine. Yeah. If so we kind of broke up for a while, but so far away to solid. not have a place to live. Yeah, is hard. Yeah, like I, I don't think I would have moved there. That was like a series of unfortunate events. Your Texas sojourn. It really, it really <laughs> was. I just look back and I'm like, why? <laughs> Who know? left me to my own devices? That's the question. Ridiculous. Who even let you make those decisions? I don't think you were hanging out with me at the time. <laughs> no. Would have steered you in a different direction. I was in an apartment that I couldn't afford. I had no furniture. I slept on an air mattress. Oh. Didn't pay for cable, but paid for internet. So I just watched everything online. Yeah. Just made cakes pretty much all the time <laughs> and ate them that was your thing making yeah. cakes turns out also fun fact guys if you eat enough red velvet cake over the course of a few days you things come out of your body red <laughs> whoa yeah that is a good that's it, it a i good committed thing to, to my red velvet you must have i don't even like red velvet cake oh my god i know like i'm a huge box cake kind of girl though i don't want your fancy no like, non super squishy cake i like cheap airy cakes i could get but i can get behind that yeah i can't eat them anymore but i can totally get behind that because i have any eggs yes is eggs the only can you have oil oh. yes they don't torture the vegetables to make oil they probably do but God there's it. only so much you can do without starving yourself to death so true so cakes but you can make them with applesauce yeah, no, I have. They just, they're not the same. Of course. It's that, that lightness that you're talking about is very hard to achieve in a vegan cake. Yeah. It's really hard. Like even good bakers have a hard time with it. Which is why I say so. I went, I was in Emeryville the other day. Cool. And I was thinking Emeryville blows. And, but then I got there and I was like, okay, this office is pretty cool. And then I went to the like public market below mm -hmm. it and they had the best fucking vegan ice cream I have ever had in my what was life. It, what was it was better called? than regular ice not cream. True. It was like it. Auntie Dewey's or something like that. You should know the names. You can endorse them. Uh, sure, they want an endorsement from this Something podcast. Dewey's ice cream. Mm. They don't, they're just, there's two stores. They're both here in the Bay Area. And literally, it was like the creamiest fucking what flavor best did you get? tasting ice cream I've ever had. What flavor? I had two scoops of ice cream because I my thing is if you find a place that serves vegan dessert, you fucking take advantage of it because uh, not enough places do. I like that you think that two scoops is a splurge. <laughs> it's not? Uh, no. Oh. That's like normal. I had mint chip nice. and mocha chip because I believe oh. that mint chip is the best ice cream ever made. Oh. And the mocha chip That's was pretty true. good. No, it is true. It's 100% true. I'm going to need everyone to weigh in on this. Mint chip ice cream has been my favorite since I was a tiny child. And my parents used to take us to Baskin Robbins. And every single time, it was like a scoop of mint chip. I never varied. Uh, I usually did gold metal ribbon. Mm. So good. Mm. Uh, it's okay, but it's no mint fudge. chip. <laughs> chocolate fudge. I never got into bubble gum. What the fuck was no, that I about? tried that a few times, but... It was not that good. Rocky Road, a classic. If you grew up in Southern California, I believe uh, the malted milk oh, from chocolate Safeway? chip. No, from Thrifty. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Thrifty, yeah. Yeah, the malted milk. Yeah, that one was, you had to get in that In the little one. biscuit cone. And it was like 30 cents. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Those were the good old days. When ice cream was 30 cents at Thrifty's, but it was half air, as my mom would always say. Well, it's because it's all air. <laughs> 
ice cream? Basketball, the way they made it, I guess, made it super, like, they, I don't know, mm. made it cheap. I love that your mom is, like, big ice cream. My they're, mom, when I was a kid, doesn't know. My mom, one time, there was a lot of us, and so she I thought it'd be that. a good idea to save money by trying to pass off powdered milk to us mm. as milk. What? There was an uprising. There we're like, what the fuck you gotta are you talking about, mom? start with that. You can't, like, jump to that. No, well, we drank non-fat milk for some reason in my house. So, like, anything over non-fat, I was like, ew, this is gross. It's so thick and yucky, which is totally, like, weird. What milk is supposed to be is thick yeah. and yucky. <laughs> no. Yes. Thick and delicious. Thick and yucky. Nope. But, yeah, so I always drink non-fat. And I don't know if she went to this powdered thing, but none of us would have anything to do with it. And it's like the one I time she tried to feed me a lamb is... burger instead of a hamburger. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Lamb is disgusting, mom. Oh, I think my mom did that to me and like Passover Seder. I didn't tell. Why do you have a Passover I Seder? I didn't. I was just at one. <laughs> and I remember feeling violated afterwards because I was like, I don't eat lamb. Lamb is disgusting. It's so gamey and like sour tasting. It's People disgusting. It. I know, but they're I'll weird. Eat a, I'll eat a lamb and beef gyro all day. I just thought you just said you don't eat lambs. First, well, I got over it. <laughs> <laughs> what about humans of magic thing with the baby pig? And oh, I know. I have told you I've been trying to cut down on pork. Yeah, I I'm don't. Trying to eat, you just know, mostly people chicken. tell me they're trying to do something. I'm figuring they're not fucking doing it. No, no. Uh, it, that means that I'm consciously, when I'm making food choices, I'm going anti-pork. Pork. And I tried, like, when I was ordering Chinese food the other day. I tried to get just chicken, and then, but I did get some pork dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I, I was get the, saying, but I didn't get the mushu pork. People who are trying, I to didn't do get the orange beef. I didn't get orange beef is not pork. Besides which, orange chicken is the thing, not orange beef. What the hell? I know, blasphemy. But I, but I didn't get any beef dishes either, because also cows. Also cows are cute. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad to see. That you are being more know, aware pigs. of your choices. They're just so cute. They're so smart. But again, like I always say, I think if we just killed them more properly, more humanely, I'd feel less And raised to them more it. humanely. That's the big yeah. problem. I don't think that... I'm not morally <clears throat> opposed to eating animals. It's... I'm morally opposed to treating them like garbage. I don't know if I should talk about this on the podcast. But oh. I will be attending later what? this year what? an event about the dairy industry. What? And why, I why can't am, you talk about it? It's, oh, it's a work thing. What? It's a work thing. I'm oh, it's be... not like a protest? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm so blood super conflicted. Well, I might end up doing that. And then, oh, cool. yeah, and then I probably That's won't. That's good if it's a company event. I won't really have a job after <laughs> that. So it'll be fine. It'll totally be fine. Yeah, it's weird when, like, it's like, okay, so this is my livelihood, but it's conflicting with my moral, like, how, wow. how to deal with that. It's very difficult. So, yeah, I'm very conflicted right now. And that's another reason yeah. that I was in Emeryville. <laughs> So anyway, fun story. Yeah, <laughs> there's a half-ass story for you mm -hmm. right there. More to come, I'm sure, later on down the line. Yeah, I remember we had Monsanto come into work one oh. time, and I was like, "Oh, really? We're doing this? Let's and then not the do brothers. that. Let's not do that either. Crazy fun. Have you listened to Behind the Bastards yet? No. I think one of the Koch brothers was one of. Nobody the needs to. It. It's one really of them's good. very funny. One of the Koch brothers. Well, so what they're like, a lot of what these guys are doing is a ton of evil shit, mm -hmm. and then as they get older, they try to repair their their image. Mm. So then they become the funny like older funny guy. Old man. Yeah, and it's like like, oh, I'm not gonna say it. Sorry. What? <laughs> Mouth it to me. Oh, no, you're going to be the one who gets upset about it. I was going to say, like George Bush. Oh, like George Bush. <laughs> uh, I know. Who had the most amazing, like, image reformation since our current president. It's like, everybody's like, remember the days of George Bush and how great he was when he and started the all these crazy that he's wars. He's like BFFs with Michelle Obama. Yeah, and he's painting crazy pictures. All of the, like, wild liberals that I follow on any social media, like, retweeted 
like when he snuck her candy uh-huh. during the funeral. Because the two of them are freaking adorable. adorable. Yeah. And then in the comments, people were just like, how dare you turn your backs on us? He was the, he's evil and he's ruined everything and blah, 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 blah. And they're not wrong. Like, that's the thing. It's like, but. Yeah. I mean, people said a bunch of terrible shit about John McCain, too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, because he did terrible shit. But you know what? He's a human being. And, and he like he who not done something wrong, throw the first stone or whatever. He was part of the Keating Five, which was like his big error in life. And he went back and admitted like. Which was that? Uh, was savings and loan scam. Uh, the, oh, like yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, original yeah. The ones. So like he was one of the senators off. that was like protecting them or well yeah but he did come back at the end and be like yeah i really fucked up that was a really like and what more can any of us do at the end of the day because we're all gonna fuck up and some of us have opportunities to fuck up bigger than others yeah and like just like if I had to apologize to myself for my bad decisions, why did I move to Texas? I don't know, dumb dumb. Yeah, I mean, and like the only thing we can do is say, "Hey, I fucked up. Yeah. I learned from it. I won't do it again, and I'll try to prevent other people from doing it." I make those kind of mistakes. They just don't happen to affect people yeah. in I'm that way. I'm pretty sure no one's died because of my bad decisions, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure about that gonna, either. I'm not gonna put that. <laughs> I'm not putting it in writing. No, I read yeah. some tweet that said uh it's weird to think that my future self is talking shit about me right now and i was like oh Oh my god that is amazing (laughs) that is the truest thing ever said because i am so mad at like my january self that was like this is it i'm gonna lose so much weight this year nothing i've lost zero why are you mad at that person she was thinking positively she started (laughs) I wouldn't be in this situation. I see. Okay. But I could say that about yesterday, me too. I was going to say, it's not every day. At least the January person had a good idea. But it is annoying when people are like, you know, if you would have started that the first time you thought of it, you'd be done with it. Does somebody say that? Do people say shit like that? Mm -hmm. Oh, fuckers. Yeah, like when I was trying to build like my writing portfolio. Uh Uh-huh. Like I bought a desk. That's what that chair that you're sitting in was supposed to be for. It was a very dedicated writing corner where I was going to be serious. And I was taking a class at Stanford about it. Oh, I did that. Yeah. Mostly because I wanted to say I took a class at Stanford. Then like a year went by. Yeah. (laughs) Then like a year went by and and I had done nothing. My Mm. friend was like, you know, if you just started writing a year ago, you'd have a year of writing right now. And I was like, hmm. Thanks. You know what? (laughs) But there was a lot of TV to watch. And uh, yeah. things, stuff and things. I need to be able to tell you about the 2012 success of whatever show. Yeah. I started, um, I joined a writing group. So I'm actually res- uh, not do responsible. Do you do that NaNoWriMo or whatever it is? What? NaNoWriMo. It's like writing a novel for the month of November. No, I have never <gasps> heard of that. I have to Google those for yeah. But no, so we have to write something between, I think it's five and ten pages every month nice. based on a prompt. So I actually am committed to writing every month and delivering it to a group of people for their review and comment. Yeah. Which so, should be very interesting. November, National Novel Writing Month. Mm. Also called NaNoWriMo. This is not intended to be a novel. No, no, but no. thank you, Sammy, for putting the group together. Oh, Sammy. Why wasn't I invited? I don't know that he knows that you write. <laughs> Damn it. Haven't you been paying attention, Sam? I got... I got skills. I got stories in me. Uh, this... If she can just tell you them and you write them down. Exactly. <laughs> This says it's a fun seat of your pants approach to creative writing. Oh, so seat of your on pants. November first, and it's like national. Like people have glommed onto this thing. Okay. Uh, you, your goal is to write a fifty thousand word novel by November thirtieth. What? Yeah, that's a lot of words. But they have like meetups where you just like all meet at Starbucks. You all just sit there and you got to crank out like X number of words a day. Um. And now apparently there's a whole website dedicated to it where you can earn badges. And if anyone knows me, they know that I love an arbitrary award. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. If anybody wants to do it, maybe we should do it. I mean, it might be kind of fun. It doesn't have to be good. 
That's good because writing 50,000 words in a month is a lot. I think one of them like actually went on to be a real book. I don't remember which one. Hmm. Uh, well, I'll be writing an essay instead. An Sorry. essay. Yes. So what's the prompt this week? Month. Month. Lost. Mm, the show? No. <laughs> Just the word. Just Go with it where you will. Oh, you want to write it for me? I can cheat already starting in my group. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarize this entire thing. This is how Patty thing. lost her integrity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ghostwriting oh, it. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm gonna do it. Get ready. So that reminds me when I was in college and I had I was taking like a rhetoric class or something, mm. and it was a writing class and I, um, yeah. obviously. Which, Go on. Anyway, I was doing <laughs> terribly in it, and I actually really like writing, but I was really high all the time. So it wasn't in it was college? Really, no. Well, I started college when I was 16. What? Oh. How did I not know this? You didn't know that? I tested out of high school. So you were drugged out of your mind and smart enough to skip into college? I don't know this if you've ever confusing. seen the California High School Proficiency Exam. <laughs> it does uh, not take a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. So, in fact, I was really planning on studying and going to bed early the night before said test. But instead, I stayed up all night partying and then went and took the test. But it was a very easy test. And so, yes. So, I went to college early. And I I might have actually been sober by this time. But I wasn't doing well in this class for whatever reason. Teacher did not like me. I was not trying very hard. Yeah. Once somebody doesn't like me, I tend to not try very hard for them. Interesting. But I really wanted to do well because I was like, fuck that. I don't get fucking C's and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, so my sister was, like, we had to do a, like, write an essay about a word was one of the things. And so my sister, Joan, who has her MFA in fine arts and nice. is a writer and editor and lovely, smart person. She goes, you should, you should do the word lackadaisical. Nice. And do your whole essay about why you haven't done well in the class so far. Oh. And it was it was kind of like you just said. Like Clever. and it was it was so much fun to write. And I did so well on that paper and that turned the whole thing around. That's it awesome. I know. God bless you clever people. That's very cool. Yeah, it was really fun. It's like it makes me think of the horticulture joke. Horticulture? I've told you that, babe. No, go for oh it. Oh my god, I'm tell pretty, me the joke. I'm pretty sure I tell everybody this. I'm pretty sure I've told it on this podcast. Well, Whatever. Again, you're talking to me. Dorothy Parker. Yes. Famous witty woman. Yes. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she and all her nerdy, smart writer friends, I'm sure there were some luminaries in there, none of whom I can think of right now. Uh, they would have these dinner parties, and like one of their parlor games was uh, they would give you a word, and you had to use it in a sentence. Which okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, there's probably more to the game than that. I mean, it was, <laughs> that's I, a fun writer's game. Kind of basic. Uh, <laughs> it's like a word bee where doing, you have to take words and use them in sentences. Yeah, I'm really not doing this justice because the only part I remember is the punch, The joke is fine. The punchline. Yeah. Uh, she got the word horticulture mm-hmm. and came back with, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. And that's the greatest that, thing that's ever happened. That is one of the greatest. She she is pretty incredible. She was very, very pithy. She was the one that used to, apparently, every time the doorbell would ring, she'd go, oh, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we all can relate to Dorothy Parker. Yes, I have a wildly clever friend who lives somewhere in the Midwest. I don't really know. We're, we're mostly <laughs> We're friends. really good friends. We're best friends, and I don't actually know where she lives. Uh, no, it was one of those Facebook relationships yeah. where you're like friends of friends and then you realize that you are like soul sisters. Yeah, so I have one some of those. Uh-huh. And she's read all the Dorothy Parker. She's that level clever. So yes. That's nice. But, oh, I found a friend, you guys, who knows as much bullshit detail about pop culture as I do. No, and you don't. Mm. it is insane. We've been having, it's almost like dating like we've been having these like texting marathons where it's just like two hours of us texting each other what about this what about this what about this oh yeah he was in this and this guy says and his brother did this and that oh did you hear about kim kardashian doing this and yeah i did but then i heard about her like it's insane i never thought i would it's like being an astrophysicist in something that nobody cares about like and then finding (laughs) 
probably, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> quantum physics, whatever. It's my quantum physics. But got yeah. It. Lauren got mad because I said, if we're talking on a scale of one to 10, I'm an 11 and I gave her a six and she got mad about it. A scale of, of cleverness? Of like mm, of pop what? culture oh. awareness. Oh, God, don't like, score no, me. No, you're ooh, like negative. Negative 10. Four. Yeah. I'm like, it's the what me. now? <laughs> well, the like, who? I could, yeah, because I could be like, oh my God, I'm watching um, Ant, Ant-Man. Nope, I wasn't. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Deadpool, uh-huh. which I actually cannot stand the humor in the first one. It was just too. It was so raunty. Too, no, it wasn't that. It was just like too much. You're trying. You know why I thought hard. it was so raunchy is because I went and saw it with Rue. Oh, yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But, you know, it was more like the, like, fighting montage. Everything slowed up, slows down. He goes, did I leave the oven on? Like, yeah. that's not, uh, oh, that's so fucking stupid. Are you fucking serious? Ugh, no. Uh, but this one was actually better. The second one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Josh Brolin is in it. Okay. Do you know who that I is? I do. Ooh, I pictured his face works. this minute you said it. Yes. Fucking hot. Holy mm. Crowley. Okay. Yeah. So I was totally annoyed. So I was like, I took a picture of him, like shirtless, and was texting it to people like, 50 is the new fuck me. <laughs> I was probably drunk. Uh, probably. And she was like, yeah, but I'm in love with his dad too. And I was like, me too. And then I was like, how weird is it that they're using Yentl in this movie? And she was like, I know, right? Did we just become best friends? A hundred percent. Like she knew that his dad, oh. James Brolin, is gorgeous and is married to Barbara Streisand, who is in Yentl. Like it was just this like, she knows. It's like. What you guys what? are like idiot savants, but not idiots. No, I'm fine with that. But it's like. I feel like my mind is one of those like conspiracy theory walls where it's just like red strings connecting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A million things. No, I think and so too. And she sees the same wall that I. You do. both are carries off your meds. Oh yes! <laughs> did I just do a you cult did a thing. pop you did culture a thing. reference? First, I thought you were talking about Carrie Bradshaw, and I was like, <laughs> no. And then you said meds, and I got it. <laughs> Yay for but me, yeah. I get one less negativity point. Yeah. No, <laughs> we were talking about, oh, she was telling me to watch Castle Rock. Because uh-huh. I'm the Zato shows. Uh, Castle Rock, the new Stephen King vehicle. Yes. From Hulu. It's one of their originals. Okay. Um, Don't have Hulu. Bill Skarsgård's in it. Okay. She, she even spelled his name correctly. That nobody does that. And she goes, Ex- even you know, Bill, even what's his name Skarsgård doesn't spell it right. She's like, you know, Alex's younger brother, and I was like, of course I know it's Alex's younger And brother. Alex was in True Blood. Yes, Patty. <laughs> oh my Red god. Red Bull kicked You're in. You're getting stickers today for this. <laughs> and their dad is Stellan Skarsgård, uh, who's been in millions of things, notably Thor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think he was in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, that was a good movie. Uh, the, yeah, Bill's the weird the, looking one. The Norwegian, whatever one, or the American one? The American one. Okay. Oh, that's a good point because they are from whatever. Skarsgård is. Makes funny little dots over their face. <laughs> yes. Not Norwegian? Swedish? I think Swedish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so Castle Rock. Uh, so Bill Skarsgård also plays. Pennywise in the new It. Okay. Not which I watched on Fast Forward because I really wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. But you don't like horror movies. But I don't like horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Such a lunatic. Totally I love it. Me. Let's just skip through this part. Yeah. I was just like, too scary. Fast forward. And then kind of watch a little bit. It wasn't that scary, mm-hmm. to be honest. No, I've uh, heard it actually wasn't that scary. Um, So no. we are like, have have gone on and on and have on and we? on. Yeah. So we're like basically out of time. And everyone's asleep. Any final thoughts? Everyone's. Sorry to so abruptly end the conversation. Yeah. We're done. (laughs) I just wanted to point out that maybe in the next couple minutes we might want to wrap it up. Well, now I'm just thrown off my game. Sorry. I don't know what I was talking about. You were talking about TV. Castle Rock's good, guys. Mm -hmm. Go watch watch it. it. Always please send me television recommendations. Because I feel like I'm spiraling and... 
I haven't been able to focus. I'm turning into you. Yeah, she is. And so, so randomly, I knew two pop culture references. So clearly, what we are happening? rubbing off on each There's, other. We're crossing the streams. <laughs> and that's not good. From Ghostbusters? Mm. Oh, no! <laughs> I had to say that. Oh. Ghostbusters is one of my all-time favorite movies. So. Oh, I only saw blips of it as a small child. And mm-hmm. that fucking demon scared me to really? death. Not the state like of Marshmallow Man. No. Which demon? Like, I wasn't allowed to actually watch the movie. I'm pretty oh. sure, like, I caught a glance of it. We scared the dog. Yes, we did. He's like, what are you guys doing? Woken from a slumber. Zool. Zool. There is no Dana. Only Zool. Fucking guy at work, his license plate is Zool, (gasps) and he has a mini Zool doll, and I was just like, Steve, what are you, you ruined? He is my new best friend. You just brought back every childhood nightmare. Like, I'm pretty sure I had to sleep with the lights on. It's the state of Marshmallow Man. No, My favorite. I love that fucking movie. So good. I like the girl. Um, I have not seen it. Because <gasps> I love the original so much I couldn't it's do just, it. It's just, it's not like a remake. Okay. It's just like a different interpretation of it. Okay. That, even that sounds too spot on. All right. It's just the same concept. Well, everyone, your call to action is... Call to action. Number one, favorite ice cream flavors. Number two... <laughs> The hard-hitting topics we cover every week. Exactly. Uh, we're not going to talk about ready TV shows this week. TV shows for Valentina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else did we talk about? Sports. Sports balls. How much does your sport cost? We want to know that. <laughs> all right, everyone. Anyway, uh, thanks good. for listening. Thanks for supporting the show, especially thanks. all you patrons who I still have little gifts for you all sitting on my counter, which I have not done a goddamn mm-hmm. thing with because you know why? Because I'm just the worst. Yeah. Um, maybe one day I'll send those out. Yeah. Um, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Just Horse Pod. You can find us on Twitter at JTWPod. Please do not try to follow my Instagram because it keeps getting stolen. So Don't. I no longer have one. You follow mine. I'm hilarious. Valentina is hilarious. Follow her everywhere. And I just learned how to do stories. So, oh, watch your Live stories. updates all day long. Woo, woo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I keep exciting a, stuff. I keep a running uh, count of how many cats I spot in windows. So Ooh, I, mean, I love it. Riveting content. Seriously. Yeah. So you might want to follow that. Tune in. And that is all we have for this week. I have love a you. lovely week. I love you. Call me. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>